0: It's interesting to say that my story starts when struggles start but I really believe that like you learn so much and you find out who you are from like facing like the negative points in your life and some of the hardest things you have to go through, that's when you come out in the most positive ways.
1: Hey everyone, uh, welcome to Yes Am podcast. My name is Arman and I'm your host make sure to follow our instagram at yia underscore yes i am so you will never miss any of our uh, podcast episodes today's guest is grace Messi. how are you doing grace
0: hi i'm good thank you so much for having me i'm excited to be here
1: <laughs> we are happy to have you um so so let's just first get to know you a little bit more about uh, who you are and why you do what you do so grace uh what is your story
0: okay so i would say my story i'm from beaverton oregon so i'm close to home going to oregon state i love my family i'm close with them i wanted to stay close to all of them um i grew up going to private schools um i wouldn't say a sheltered environment but i was really put in like a good space to grow and learn about myself and figure out what i want to do and be able to reach the places i have today but I would say, me personally, my story probably starts in my junior year of high school. And that's when I kind of faced like my first times of adversity and like struggles. Um, and it's interesting to say that my story starts when struggles start, but I really believe that like you learn so much and you find out who you are from like facing like the negative points in your life and some of the hardest things you have to go through. That's when you come out in the most positive ways. So, My junior year of high school, I lost a classmate, what we all did at our high school. And that was shocking for me. It was the first time I really was faced with losing someone. And even though I wasn't close to her, it was interesting to me to see people grieve and see people so upset and heartbroken and losing someone so pure and someone who got along with like anyone. And what I really faced with that was I completely lost my faith with God, I grew up Catholic. So I always was taught about God and stated I was Catholic, even though I really hadn't found like my personal connection with religion. I, what I did have was completely lost. I pretty much blamed God for taking her away and blamed God for pretty much everything negative that happened with that situation. But interestingly enough, like six months later after that happened, I, never been stronger in my faith and what i realized after that whole situation was how much it brought people together so not saying this is a good thing in any way shape or form but it was kind of an eye-opener for me to realize that everything really happens for a reason and it's weird the timing of situations and the timing of things and how things that seem so terrible and heartbreaking end up leaving a bigger positive impact than they do negatives. And just the legacy that this girl left behind, like her example and how people changed after that, how people were more open, more vulnerable, more loving, more kind, after this girl passed, just kind of made me think like, this person left for a reason for leaving us a legacy to follow, like footsteps to follow. And then after that, Fast forward to my senior year of high school, I lost a really close family friend who was like a brother to me and my three sisters. And then within that same month, my grandpa. And really, so like that in that past year, that year of my life, I had lost three people that I was kind of close to. Um, That was the only time I faced loss like that ever in my life. And when I got out of that situation was, Seeing so many people heartbroken, seeing so many people that I was close to, families heartbroken, like you could give up. Like they wanted to give up. People so strong, seeing them so weak. I feel like it's just an eye opener, like seeing so so much pain. But then the more important side of that, seeing so much happiness and love being sh- like shared and shown after that situation, that's the part that I remember from it. And this guy, Taylor, he was one of the happiest people you'll ever meet. Like everyone that knew him and shared stories and memories about him, everything was so positive. And connecting that with Ruby, our classmate who passed away, was just such a realization for me thinking like God has taken two people from us, but two of the most amazing people who are gonna with them passing or leaving just such a positive path to follow. And that's how like my faith got really strong throughout high school um, and stuff like that. And really just like perspective change and how you look at life after that and how you realize that time is not unlimited and you only have a certain amount of days to live and how you wanna live that and how you interact with people. And then you start to be more loving, you start to be more positive, you start to forgive more. Everything after that situation is so positive. And I think learning that changed the way I lived my life. how i go about relationships in my time and just everything really so that's really i would say my why and why i do things and why i'm positive and why i am the way i am and why i love and why i choose to forgive was definitely from those losses but yeah they were life-changing and it's it was terrible to lose people but you can always take more positives from the negatives that hit you and come your way which is something i try and tell people and tell my little sister, things like that, like put things in perspective, stay positive. There's always something to learn to grow. Everything's gonna turn out okay. Yeah.
1: Wow. Wow. Um, all right. It's I did not expect this story, uh, honestly, <laughs> like. <laughs> and like, I'm trying to pull myself together because I, I definitely can relate with losing someone especially that losing someone changing my life Mm -hmm. and i just when you were talking i just made a very very deep connection with what you said because my journey also started in a very similar place i'm international student and uh i haven't seen my family in five years and some in my end of my freshman year i'm in a very dark mode uh mood and someone that I loved the most in my life and I I saw her as my someone that I always like want to follow and like learn from was my grandma and just she just passed away and that was a turning point and when you were just talking about it I was like okay I'm going to try to keep myself together to kind of yeah. carry, carry this conversation but thank you thank you for yeah. sharing, sorry
0: yeah and I know that stuff is like deep and a lot of yeah. people don't like to talk about that stuff but When I think of my why and my story, a lot of people know me as like volleyball player, leader, really accomplished in her sport. But when I think about like myself, like personally, I think about more deeper stuff than that, more deeper, (laughs) but more personal and like the things that really actually drive you to do the things that you're doing. And volleyball is a byproduct of that for sure. Like I I lead in a positive way in volleyball and sport and everything and I think that was a motivator for me in my sport as well. But behind that is like the stories we just talked about, you know?
1: That's that's definitely true. You know, it's it's not very important what you do. It's important why you do what you do. Right.
0: Right. You know
1: there there are so many for there's so many people doing some stuff. They don't even know why they're doing what you're doing. But like those that know why they do it, you see how how more driven they are, how more passionate mm-hmm. they are, you mm-hmm. know because they see a reason behind what they're doing. And yeah, that's just so impactful. You know, when you talk about death, uh, bringing people together, there was there was this one thing when I think about death and I think about why, you know, it, the, the day that you die, uh, even people that did not like you feel sad, you Right. Know? right. Mm -hmm. and it's just very interesting that like okay if if when when someone dies even those that hate you are going to feel bad and they're going to you know uh then why are we not kind with each other why we go through all of these you know
0: right yeah i think thinking about that and putting things in perspective a lot of times when i'm going through little challenges in my life like just things aren't going right i'm in a bad mood Cause even after saying all this and saying how I'm positive and I like to love and forgive, like, I'm not saying my life is perfect. Like I still struggle. Everyone has challenges, but the difference now and what I've learned from those experiences is like thinking about what I'm struggling with or what's annoying me and thinking about it from future perspective yeah. and thinking like my future self is going to be okay. Like in the future, what I'm going through right now is really not a big deal. Like, how do I want to get through this? How do I want to go about it? Like, do I want to dwell on this for five days or do I want to give myself five more minutes and move on because there's more important things in life, you know? That's for sure. Um, sure. Yeah, definitely putting things in perspective was huge for me. That's one of the biggest things I've learned through all of that, but yeah.
1: Um, Grace, uh, you know, I always ask this question, but I think the answer you will give will be very, very interesting. And is, you know, um, knowing you from what you just said, uh, i really like to know. i really like to know, let's imagine this one day. You're 80, 80 years old. It's your 80th birthday. It's your 80th birthday. I don't know. I, I, there's something about this question I love. You know, just thinking about that day, your ADF birthday, and your whole family is there for you, yeah. your kids, uh, your your siblings, hopefully your parents, everyone, everyone is there. And you, you receive this one letter from your kids that they are writing that letter to tell you what you mean to them, you know, and what they have learned from Grace. What do you want that letter to say?
0: Hmm. That's a good question. Yeah. Um, I think we both could agree after you speaking about your grandma and how much she meant to you and how much like older people in general, how in general, how knowledgeable they are, like how much information like they give you and show you how you want to be. You know, they give you like dreams and make you picture who you want to be when you're older. Like you get that from older people. You know, you see things and you're like, I want to be that. I want to do that. I want to be like that person when I'm that age and I would say when I'm older I just want to be known for making an impact leaving an impact on people with every interaction I have with them I want to make them feel worth it I like to make people feel like they have a purpose and that I'm listening to them and they matter and that's motivating in a lot of ways and yeah I want to be known as a really positive person who likes to give and makes then feel like a big person yeah i really like to give back that's another thing i was going to mention to you too about my story was i went on a trip to the dominican republic with um oregon state athletics it's called beavers without borders and it was the most life-changing experience i've ever had this I, was one, about to,
1: I was about to ask you about it but like
0: if you really? to, yeah Yeah. well it kind of ties into this answer because when i'm older i want to be known for what I have done with my life, my career after college, and what I want to do was sparked by this trip. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I went on this trip to the Dominican Republic. This was my sophomore summer. So almost two years ago, which is crazy to think about. But this trip, so we went to the Dominican Republic and we worked in an orphanage with these kids and we helped build the orphanage or fix it up. Like we fixed up what was there and then we were building the top level. Um, but the most life-changing part of it was making relationships with these, with these kids and seeing the poverty of this country and compared to what we have in America, I've never experienced, I've never traveled. I've never experienced other cultures. I've never seen poverty like this and being faced with it. The first thing I think is, oh my gosh, when we go see this orphanage and these kids they are going to be miserable. Like, how do you live off this stuff? How do you live in this like cement orphanage and this is all you have? How do you not shower every day? How do you not eat every day? Everything was going through my head about how miserable these people must be. And then meeting these kids in this community that we worked with, they were the happiest people I've ever met. And they were so loving, so loving. And they wanted to help us when we were helping build their orphanage. They wanted to help, they wanted to be involved and just like wanted to touch you, wanted to love you. Like it was crazy to think about how happy these people are with how little they have And that. It made me want to do service for the rest of my life. So after, after college and I graduate, I'm hopefully going to play overseas for a few years to experience some other cultures. And then I want to start a nonprofit that takes professional athletes overseas on to third world countries to do um, service trips because of how impactful it was. And as much as like, i thought going into the trip that we were going to help this community and these kids like they helped me so much more i'm getting goosebumps thinking about it because i miss it so much like this trip was crazy these kids were so happy and everything they taught me i'm never going to forget that trip
1: you know it's it's very interesting that you said that uh i'm I'm from coming i'm a product of a federal country i'm from iran Right. and uh you know when i think about all, all this country you know there is this one thing that um i think it's very unique in all of them and that's like uh, the concept of family and love mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. the sense of family that exists in all of this you know all of this country all they're all together you know in in my country um especially in like small cities your door is always open right. for someone to come in and just to like in, spend some time with you and right I, I i i kind of wish we had this here you know to like people a little bit more open to each other people yeah. be more kind to each other and wow yeah there was some- it well. thank, you. thank you for sharing that yeah
0: yeah i was reading through my little notebook i have when i was there and i was writing down like what happened each day and that's funny that you said that because one thing i wrote i was like these people are so trusting like random people are coming to help them and they're so loving and they want to be friends and they know everyone in the community and people just drop by and there's so many people and they're all so happy and i said i wish people like that were more or people here were more like that you know yeah. just open arms so trusting they don't care who you are they want to make a connection And you can make a connection with anyone like they spoke Spanish and I barely spoke Spanish from high school. I forgot practically all of it. And you can just form connections with people, no matter like the language barrier. It's crazy. Like the human nature is you want to form connections and relationships, relationships. And yeah, that's something I will take with me forever.
1: You know, last week I was talking to Connor and Connor said something very interesting about the human language. You know and human language is smile you know no, human yes, language exactly. is hugging yeah. you know these yeah. are human language that no matter mm-hmm. where you go it means the same no matter yeah. where you go and that's just so amazing
0: yeah it doesn't matter the language barrier you don't have to speak to show people that you care show people that you're happy yeah. that you love
1: yeah, yeah.
0: miles and hugs that was a lot of what was happening in the dr for sure we mm-hmm. couldn't speak to each other or understand but you could still speak to each other you know
1: <laughs> sure for sure wow um again I'm, I'm telling everyone that's watching this like after you shared your story i i really got connected to this whole story and then after that you talked about the third world country and all this kind of stuff so i mm-hmm. i'm feeling very very related to this conversation so
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah I'm glad. Uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> You know, um one thing I would like to know is that you actually mentioned when you were talking uh was that when we go through struggles, it's it's always it's always if any, when we get through them and when we succeed them, there's something beautiful and amazing waiting for us. You know, yep. that lesson and that gift and anything you want to call it. Yep. at the same time, uh-huh. we,
0: sorry, what go ahead.
1: So go, go ahead. What were you saying?
0: I was gonna say the grass is greener on the other side, if you will. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> so so I always say it this way. I, um you know, and, and I want to uh, kind of live my life and build it based on this one simple concept: that life has ups and downs, and that's just how the life is. There is no way you will live a life that's a perfect going up. It just doesn't work like that, you know? If it was always going up, everyone was perfect and everyone, everyone knew everything and all those kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But their life has very ups and downs. And it's the one thing that makes it more interesting is when you go down, that's the most important decision that you're going to make. To give up, game over, or learn. Mm-hmm. And figure it out, and go up for a blessing and the lesson that that challenge gives giving to you. Yeah, you know, and it's it's very interesting that we when when we go down there's something, and when we overcome it, we're gonna go high. We're gonna go get a very big gift out of it. And yeah. the next time that we're going down, it's going to be harder for sure. It's going to be harder for sure because we already know how to deal with previous challenge. And if you want to learn, this time it should be a harder challenge with a harder ways to figure it out. And then, but you're gonna go get higher. So what I want to know is how does Grace, Grace um, deal with these challenges? So when you went through that phase, um, the, the death of uh, some of your uh, very close people, how, how did you get through it? Like that decision to like, okay, I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to say it's game over.
0: Oh, it's crazy how everything is just fitting perfectly into this conversation. And it's interesting that you just mentioned all that because Taylor, my uh, good friend who passed away, who was like the brother to my sisters, um, he had a tattoo on his arms that said, um, fall seven times, get up eight in cursive. And I loved that. And now I have it tattooed on my ribs in symbol form, but now I live by that quote, fall seven times, get up eight, because of course you're gonna struggle. I struggled a lot, but yeah, the way I look at it now, how I got through it before was after I built my faith back up after the classmate passing, um, I just kind of looked at Taylor's passing, which was probably like 10 months later, After his passing, I was, of course, upset, obviously, but I was looking more at it's crazy to me how two of the most happiest people I've ever met have passed away. Like, why, what are the odds of that? And to me, it was God choosing that it was their time to go. This is kind of an interesting way to look at it, Oh yeah. but it was their time to go. They lived their path. They inspired so many people everyone who was still living had only positive things to say about these people and i think their path was just like live to the fullest and all they could do then at that point was inspire other people's through their passing to live like them and to be like them and be more positive people and take life more seriously and things like that so i think my faith got me through it at that point um just thinking i always tell myself everything happens for a reason I put everything in perspective when things go wrong. I think it's happening for a reason that something better is gonna come out of it. Um, Paul seven times get up eight, you know. <laughs> yeah,
1: sure. Everything does happen for a reason, even even this conversation. Even yeah. this conversation, any person we meet in our lives. Um, I had this conversation with my mentor and he said something to me. He said, I don't know why I met you but I know there's a reason that I met you. Mm -hmm. We may not know what that reason is, but we will one day figure it out. Mm -hmm. You know, he said, for me to figure out what was the reason I met one of my friends took, took me eight years, eight years. But the outcome of that eight year friendship and relationship was absolutely worth it. Absolutely amazing. It's, it's it's very it's very interesting how life works you know mm-hmm. we we never know we never know why things happen to us but when we have that optimistic vision and we think positively about it you know uh i like the way that you think about uh, the death of taylor you know people learn from it and i i i really love even thinking about death because you know you can think about death as Oh God, I lost this person. They're never gonna Mm -hmm. be with me, da-da-da-da, you know, crying, all those kind of stuff. Sure. But what can we learn from that person? What can we learn from that event? That's the important part. You know, that's the positive way of thinking about it. You know.
0: Exactly.
1: I'm definitely with you there when you say, you know, there's always a positive side of stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. There's definitely. Yeah.
0: And grieving and like losing a physical person is obviously gonna be extremely tough but losing their, losing their physical life. Yes, you can grieve from it, but their spiritual life that they leave after that for you to follow, that's gonna lead you somewhere like you're never expecting, you know? There's always something greater to come out of stuff. For and sure. yeah, I'm not saying there's gonna, not gonna be difficult days that you think about it and you're sad, mm-hmm. but I mean, you're human, you know? That's, that's gonna happen, you have feelings, you have emotions, but it's how you how you come out of that moment, how you come out of that situation that's the important part
1: that's the it's the two way of game over and the the lesson and blessing you know you Mm got to choose the lesson and blessing because if you choose game over it's going to get dark and it's going to get hard to up you know right yeah what you mentioned
0: sorry sorry (laughs) what you mentioned about the uh, everything happens for a reason and um meeting people and your friend having realizing why he met that person eight years ago I think about that a lot too on relationships that don't end well and you lose people um i think that that still leaves a lesson for you and you learn from that relationship and things like that so yeah it's crazy how much how much your relationship has an effect on your life not like extending past the end of that relationship yeah you know like those will last forever connections last forever humans want to connect and form relationships and you learn so much from that
1: That's for sure That's for sure. You know, the slope of life, as I said, is never like straight up, but it could be straight down if you Mm -hmm. keep choosing the game over. And that's just a very dark place to be. You know, Mm -hmm. the reason that we are having this conversation, you're talking about the challenges and struggles that we go through is, I think the main reason I ask this question is very simple. I want everyone to know that facing a challenge and a struggle is just a way of life. It happens to everyone, you know. I think, and and that concept is very important because I feel like whenever we know we are not alone, and there is someone that we can relate to, it will help us to get through it easier, you know. But when you think like we are alone with this struggle and this challenge, and everything negative is coming towards me, that's the time that you're gonna lose it and you're gonna go, no, game over, you know. Yeah, I agree. Um, I I I <laughs> I I really I kind of uh, forgot the what I wanted to ask you. So, but uh, because it just gets very personal for me too. But um, I really I really like what that trip told uh, like taught you the the beavers without border borders. Um if you want to i think you already kind of touched based on it but like if you want to like pick pick one event and that happened in during that trip that was very meaningful to you what would that event be
0: the whole thing is hard it's hard to pick because the whole thing is so meaningful yeah but there was one moment so we worked at this orphanage monday through friday and then the last saturday and sunday we went to santa domingo and got a tour of like the cultural aspect of it less of the service work and more of just like learning about the culture which was nice but of course our favorite part was working with the kids but i remember that friday we were leaving that night the kids were just falling and hugging us they didn't want us to leave it was one of the hardest things leaving these kids but just thinking about it on the drive back to the hostile or staying. Thinking about like how much these kids had bonded with bonded with us and wanted us to stay in in five days without even really being able to speak with them, like only through nonverbal communication, smiles, hugs, like we were mentioning earlier, and how hard it was leaving these people. I think that was one of the biggest takeaways is just how much like humans want to connect with other people and formal relationships. And you can do it so easily. When you humble yourself and you guys get on the same level, no matter where you're from, no matter your language, if you can understand each other, you're going to form a connection so quick. So I think, yeah, leaving those kids and just seeing how hard it was and seeing how upset they were and how upset we were, how strong our bonds had formed just through little things, that's something that is probably the most (laughs) memorable thing I'll ever learn in my life, to be honest.
1: And you know relationships with kids is is the most honest relationship ever
0: yes you know <laughs> yeah exactly exactly
1: there is like there is nothing about them that you need to like kind of say oh you know why, why did they do that they're so honest they're very mm-hmm. truthful, and it just so i i went to this uh i was serving this uh homeless shelter for for a week and i remember that we were teaching uh the kids there at night and I remember the first couple uh, days of uh, teaching those kids the first night and the second night was the time that they were like not listening to us you know being crazy being kid and I remember the last day was all hot all like no (laughs) you should all like stay here we've been bonding with you you know and that that was like roller coaster it was That's fun. <laughs> yeah. For um, so Grace, let's let's a little bit get into the to the field, to the field of volleyball. You know, the court. <laughs> <laughs> um, all of these lessons that you just talked about, how do these lessons help you when you are in the field and performing, and how you communicate and the relationship that you build with your teammates?
0: And I'd say that's the same across every sport. When you play, it's just a different mindset. It's kind of not in reality. You know, you're in game mode. It's competitive. Things get heated. Um, But the way I like to think about it and the way I like to lead my team is in a positive way and a lead by example. Um, That's definitely taken from lessons I've learned, which we've talked about. But I like to think about volleyball and lead in a fun way and you know again if you put yourself in the future and you look back and i look back at me playing volleyball oregon state and the way i led i'd much rather think about oh my gosh i had so much fun you know people fall in love with the sport that's why they play that's why they do all this stuff that's why they wake up at 5 30 that's why they train hard how they get no sleep because they fall in love with the sport and they want to keep playing and i think people lose that a lot in college because everything's so demanding and time demanding and you don't have a whole lot of the social life of college that you think about um in high school you know but yeah i like to bring back the fun side of it and like the why you're playing and like motivating children who are watching like little girls who want to be like us thinking about that stuff makes playing and doing all like the demanding little tasks simple things that you don't want to do it makes it so much easier to think about that stuff and why you're playing the sport Kind of like the why I do anything, <laughs> why yeah. you're asking the why of my life, but it's kind of, it's the same thing for athletics, mm-hmm. and it can get so competitive and hard. But thinking about why you're doing it and remembering why you love this sport just brings you back. So that's why I, that's how I like to lead, and I try to show my teammates that I'm still having fun. You know, I'm in my fourth year. Of course, I'm tired. Of course, it gets hard but i still love doing it and i still want to play i don't want to leave i don't want to leave college
1: <laughs> you know i feel like college is is a is a is a part of the life that i don't first of all i don't see that academics at all you know i think like academics, sure, they're they're important but college is all about relationships that you build and human Human relationships, soft skills that you learn, leadership, time management, inspiring—all these great stuff that you learn. It's college is all about that, you know. It's all about how to perform in life, you know. Exactly. You know, I always, I love to, I like to think about it as, okay, we get the knowledge from the classes, but we learn how to apply and how to perform with those knowledge. Through, through this, through conversations, through uh mm-hmm. clubs, organizations, for communities we join through college. You know, so I I I want to like encourage people right now that you know to to start thinking about college as the best opportunity that they get to build a community to network and to learn a lot of soft skills. Because out of college, you're going to be this in giant world everyone is very busy with their own stuff and it's hard it's hard to bring people it's hard to just call your friends hey see you all at that place out of five hard to do that because everyone is busy but in college no you can do it
0: I know yeah Um, I agree I think college is the biggest learning opportunity and thinking about myself as a freshman coming to college versus who I am now I have grown so much it's crazy to think about like if you just compare yourself anyone really there's their senior year of college comparing them back to their freshman self the difference is insane and that's all through the people you meet like life experiences yeah and as much as as much information you learn in, in classes and from professors of course like that's going to take you far in your career and everything
1: but the life skills you learn go way beyond that. Um, Grace, uh, I want to ask this one, uh, Fame because I want to know what was the impact of your parents in your, in your journal, how, how they changed your journey and inspired you?
0: Hey, I'm sorry. I kind of, my internet connection was a little bit unstable. Could you repeat that again for me? You're glitching a little bit.
1: Yeah. How Emily, your parents, have impacted your, uh, your journey? You know, what have you learned from them?
0: My parents. Okay. Um, where do I start? My parents are amazing people. <laughs> um, they're both teachers. My mom is a mental health counselor. Um, for the sherwood school district and you can just tell in and of itself with her career choice she loves to help people she loves to give back and my dad's the same way he's a teacher mm-hmm. at graduate high school which is where i went so it was really mm-hmm. cool to have him in my life um in that stage of my life and be a teacher for me too throughout high school um mm-hmm. they are just some of the most giving people i've ever met my mom and her career into our family and my dad and everything he does he is the most humble person. I say his biggest value is integrity. And a lot of students at Jesuit don't really like that because they think he's a stickler on the rules or whatever. But he actually, he started this club at Jesuit called the Starfish Club. And it's about doing little little acts of kindness for people throughout Jesuit and not taking any credit. So it's like little secret stuff, whether it be getting donations on gift cards to give to the cleaning staff or giving out valentines and writing little notes for people and sticking them, on, sticking them on their lockers, things like that, putting up lights up around for Christmas time so people get like the holiday spirit. He started this club and I was a part of it. And that is something that I think really shaped my life. And it's interesting now after I've grown and matured looking back at it, because in the moment, I didn't realize all the things that they were doing and how they acted towards me, would affect me in the ways that it does but looking back on it now like they're the reason that i think i was so inspired to or motivated to apply for boobs without borders and go on this trip to give back like they push for service they push for giving back they push for making places a better place to be for everyone and making everyone feel equal and loved and yeah so i would say my parents were a huge part in shaping how i think about other people how i think about how i go about relationships how i how i'm constantly in my head thinking like how can i make someone's day better my dad would always tell me that leaving leaving for school he'd say how can you make someone's day better today and then he'd ask us when we got home after school what did you do to Um, make someone's day did you hold someone's door did you do something like he's such a great man
1: (laughs) um um, opportunity to say something directly to your parents. So when they watch it, they will see, oh, this is for them.
0: Mom and dad, I just wanna say thank you for making me the woman I am today and making me such a humble person who is grateful for everything she's given in her life and constantly wanting to give back to other people and not take things for granted and just love other people and want to give back and want to make the world a better place and leaving a positive impact for other people
1: thank you grace uh as our last question um i i think you talked a lot about the lessons that uh you learned in your journey what is the lesson that you learned in your life that you think it's very important for everyone to know so they can Apply it to their lives.
0: There's a lot of lessons I've learned, but I'd say the greatest thing that I think about most often is to always put things in perspective, to take things with a grain of salt. Um, When you're struggling or going through a hard time to think about not only how you're probably gonna grow from this situation and be better off even though it may suck in the moment. But also your situation compared to someone else's, other people could have it so much worse. And to really humble yourself and bring yourself back down and just think about what's really going on, the importance of it, the weight of it. And things seem a lot easier. It's a lot easier to get through things that way. So that's probably the lesson that I think about most.
1: Thank you, Grace. I, I, I personally had a lot of, like, could relate a lot of this conversation. it was, it was a very lovely conversation. And I don't know, it. there was, uh, you know, uh, I usually do not get emotional, although I think I am a very emotional person, but I don't show my emotions. Uh, but I think this, this conversation kind of made me emotional, especially at the beginning, when we were talking about mm, the death of your, uh, of the most important in your life in your life and it, it was if it, this was a very like authentic conversation and i want to really thank you for that thank you for sharing your stories and i believe i believe a lot of people will will definitely benefit from this conversation you know a lot of people will start understanding that you know we, sh- we should put things in perspective. you know there's always a positive side there's always a positive side of Thinking about events that happen in our life. Grace, uh, we, we call ourselves Yes I Am because we believe you can be whoever you want to. So if Grace wants to put something in front of Yes I Am, what would that be?
0: Uh, one word.
1: One word, one phrase, one sentence, up to you.
0: Oh my gosh. I am kind and I'm positive and I am humble.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you Grace, thank you so much. Thank you everyone. Thank you for all of the love and support you're sending to us. And again, thank you so much Grace. Thank you so much for being with us uh, tonight. It was very lovely having you. And as always, as always, always, yes I am. Thank you.